Hello, listening audience, faithful listeners, and faithful watchers. This is the Going Commando with the 80s Kids Podcast. I am Carthy. As always, we've got Ben Davis. Ben Davis. Hello. And today's topic, because we're in November and it's an 80s movie, we are literally going to go with planes. Trains and automobiles. So, real quick. No, nope, uh, you said it wrong. You put too many commas. Planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> I did. I put one too many commas in there. Oxford comma. Oxford comma. Let's eat, Grandma. Let's eat, Grandma. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> that I'm was dirty. That, I'm throwing that shit out there for you right now. <laughs> so, this week is a Halloween. God bless. I'm so stuck on. Uh, I'm so sad about Halloween being Halloween. over. That I'm still saying. No, this is a Thanksgiving movie. It big, is. big, one super. Of the few. One of the few. I mean, super pool by uh, Ben Davis. To find us a November movie that is as classic as this. Yep. Gonna be 100% honest here. This is one of the movies I used to always watch, and I guess I fell out of uh, my rotation. But now it's gonna be right back in because mm-hmm. of... Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna be honest with you. It did not age as well as I thought it was going to. I'm gonna be honest with you as well. I've watched it twice because I watched it with you, but I watched it earlier in the week. Right, right, right. I found right. it funnier the first time in the week. Oh wow. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna just put it out there. I have to agree with Ben Davis. This is okay. This is my Jason three. Okay. This is yeah, a lot, yeah. and you know, this is one of the great things about doing this podcast is that we're going back and we're watching movies that we haven't watched in a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And however, I have to say it, like some of the things that I knew as a teenager or a twenty year old, <laughs> I will show my son this one day, and it will be awesome. <laughs> now we both had daughters because <laughs> no sons, no sons. <laughs> That's how the universe works. But even if they were sons, I'm like, oh shit. These were like monumental, earth-shattering things when it was my age. There is no way this fits into any one of their paradigms whatsoever. I'm just being honest with you. It's like I said when we were watching it. This really does make you feel like the 80s. Oh, no. Ben Davis pointed it out, and I'm going to be honest with you. Absolutely brilliant point. Because there are so many markers, right? Yeah. Pay phones. <laughs> no cell phones. <laughs> Those old uh, bus. The old taxis, what we mm-hmm. talked about, right? The yeah. old skyline of Chicago. The old skyline of uh, Los Angeles, wherever the hell they were before they uh-huh. even got on the plane. Um, everything about the it. The hotels. The ho. Tail. No, wait, wait, that's me. That was a motel. You more likely to get murdered, fool. Oh, my God. So cool. (laughs) Uh, The vibrating bed. Still, like we said, neither neither of us have stayed in one like that. I've never seen it. The vibrating bed, man. How cool is that? So um, this is one of those movies as we go through it. um, Yeah, you're 100%. There's a lot of nostalgia. Like, it really did feel like an 80s movie. The only other ones I can think of, like, so we got Ghostbusters, right? And that's more, I would say more of like... uh, you know, it shows New York during the 80s. It so does. It's, it's kind of hard not yeah. to argue with that. But, I mean... However, the soundtrack, uh, 48... Not 48 hours, but... Uh, oh, God. Beverly Hills Cop. Okay. That soundtrack yeah. and um, the look of the bad guys. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. You got a six-foot-tall South African woman with a shaved head. And, yeah, that's true, true. Uh, it was just like uh, uh, Danny Glover. With the weapon. The, uh, come on, man. It's the music. Yeah. When 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 uh, Riggs's, uh trailer gets shot up. Yeah. They can't help to play a soulful saxophone solo. For sure, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then Sting was singing over oh, it, I think, later. You know what I mean? So, uh, so just to me, there are certain things that make it so much more 80s than others, yeah, right? Yeah, that's very true. And so this one, in you're brilliant in the way you say it. I just think it's one of those not-in-your-face 80s. 
It's just the way it was 80s and it yeah. happened to be insanely accurate, right? Yeah, it's it was it's I think that happens more in those late 80s like we're talking like Beverly Hills Cop 2, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Weapon absolutely. 2, these 87, 88, 89 films. Like the in terms of the soundtracks and stuff, right? In the in the way that they 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 just oozed oozed <laughs> 80s machismo like we Nostalgia. talked about during Halloween. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we've got a bunch of teenage vampires. What's going to make this better? Yeah. A beefed up dude doing an alto saxophone solo. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right? That's what we so need. So it's the same yeah. thing. Like just ridiculous ideas of the 80s that made it awesome. So let's um <laughs> so let's start with the, the cuz we've been bullshitting oh for a little God. while. Um we're going to go into the basic concept, right? So the basic concept is uh, that a, a guy that that is a highfalutin marketing executive, marketing executive, or ad- ad- advertising or executive, whatever something. it is. Right? Um, he's at a meeting. He's obviously mm. away from home. the uh, The main executive, uh, one of the more it, hilarious it, scenes. Yeah, it really where the is. The main it's executive good. keeps like acting like he's about to say something and just like yeah. pauses over three like. Ma- magazine covers yes, or, or um, perfume bottles or something. And so it was some bullshit reason that they were in another city, and he's yeah, trying to make his way New home York City two days before Thanksgiving, from, it says. He's trying to make his way home yeah. from uh, or back to Chicago, back to Chicago. so that they can be there for Thanksgiving. Again, That's right. Thanksgiving movie. There's not a lot of them. You made a yeah. really good and point. And there is no Christmas music in this film. None, which is insanely cool, is yeah. it not? For um, a film that came out Thanksgiving week, 1987, that is insane. Well, okay, so I'm going to... Is it insane because... November 1st, kit, uh, uh, 99.5 starts fucking playing Christmas music. Is it insane because of the new age Christmas fever? Or is it insane because they decided to like, hey, we're going to separate this movie from Christmas altogether. And how we're going to do it is not playing any Christmas music. Be- well, this is a Thanksgiving well, movie. The, I say because... It went through the theaters to make almost right under fifty million dollars. What was the budget th- through the entire holiday season? What was the bu- now back in the day? That is fifteen a million dollars. That is a wildly successful movie, then, right? Yeah. Um, I think. Oh fuck! Um, there's snow on the ground. Yeah, it's it's it goes through all of December, dude. Right. That's so Christmas time in the city. The, the what I will say is, I love this movie, but being a southerner, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, the snow and etc. can kind of throw you off. What do you and, mean? And what I mean by that is, you grew up down here. Yeah, I grew up even you know ten hours south. I remember watching this movie in Georgia and having no concept of snow. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... When you grow up in Georgia, like, oh, it's this is a Northeast movie. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, there's California movies where they never have rain or whatever. Oh, it's in California, right? So... For me, this was a little bit harder to get into as a no, kid. No, I don't understand that because I never grew up. I didn't grow up without snow. Oh, wow. 1986 I was, was one of the biggest snows that this part of the world I has ever seen. I was in a part of Georgia that it snowed in for the first time in a hundred years. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, no, man. Dude. I mean, I, I didn't go to school for half of a year when I was in kindergarten because of the snow. Oh, no. See, um, this was what I was talking about during, like, Halloween stuff, yeah. right? Uh, where we sweated through our Halloween costumes to the point where yeah. it was massively uncomfortable oh. because it was still 80 degrees at night. I remember that, now, that's, that's an occasional thing that happens here in North Carolina right now. now. But remember, in southwest Georgia... Yeah, I know you're from During there. the 80s, that was the typical temperature. Oh, I didn't know that was typical there. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, December is when you start opening the windows up. I don't know what town you're from. Moultrie, Georgia. And that's in... Southwest Georgia. Like, like literally like, an hour north of Tallahassee. Ah. Uh, an hour east of... Uh, oh, God. 
What's the place in Alabama that has the space center, space camp? In Alabama? Yeah, Alabama has space camp. Oh, yeah, camp. yeah, where NASA did all the stuff. Where they invented yes. the calculator and everything. Yes, it has, that's where you yeah. go if you... I went to space camp. Yes, I am a super nerd. Yeah. Uh, um, but that's in Alabama. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Oh, so, okay, I feel but, bad, um, but we're going to move on. Just anyway, move it on so that's interesting. I had never thought of a film that way because I I grew I just snow was was part of my life and that's why I love it so much and that's why when a winter comes and it doesn't snow that's why it hurts my soul that and that's is why I, so fair when dude. I live in a house with people who don't love snow because they grew up in fucking Texas oh and when, yeah and when it snows they get angry it's the apocalypse it hurts me deep in my heart deep in your and soul and they don't understand it and it makes me want to. Cries. Snow. It, it, I'm going to be it, honest with you. I'm going to. I'm going to just. And why put, something that's so rare in this world and they can't find well, joy in it? I don't for, know. It's not rare for like thirty percent of the world. So just, I, I like to think about that. the I'm majority play, of the world. No, just the equator. Everything from thirty up is snow. What about the rather seventy? <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. That's why for I said you, majority. Um. Well, actually, you're 100% right, because if we look at world statistics, there is a, a 98% of all the world's population live within a certain number of miles of the equator, yeah. right? However, for us snowbirds out there, um, snow is magical. It, yes. Um, and they've done scientific research to the, like, why it's so quiet, yeah, and it we, has to do about with uh, it has to do with sound dampening and things like that. <laughs> yes, listeners, we're really nerds, and we sit around and talk about these things you, when we're it, together. Yeah, <laughs> we're just talking about Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, and whatever else. But we're not nerds. <laughs> um, no, um, and so there is something to be said for that quietness that is so different than everything else, right? Yeah. Um, at no point during the summer is it ever quiet. Oh dear God! Um, no, it goes. Not even where I'm from is it quiet. No, There's it goes tree frogs or something. Morning insects, midday insects, yeah. noon insects, mid noon, noon. In- Twenty four hours a day, there are insect noises going on. Yes, some awful sound. But during the winter, there is a random few times. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. everything is just absolutely fucking quiet. Yeah, and people, and also my family, they grew up, my wife and sister-in-law, they grew up in like the suburbs of College Station. So yeah. they don't oh, understand yeah, yeah. some of the things that I'm like, they're like, oh, it's going to be so cold. And I say, good, it'll kill the damn bugs. And they're like, but it's going to be cold because they grew up oh, where they but, don't hear the bugs but, all uh, the time. <laughs> so I'm going to do the uh, my cousin Vinny on this. All right. Um, I grew up in the not country, but just out the suburbs. Right. Yeah. It's not that quiet, but it's quiet. Yeah. Okay. When I went to Carolina, UNC Chapel Hill, just for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. I was uh, assigned to a dorm that was less than a quarter mile from the major trauma center for UNC Chapel Hill. I literally had to do a Cousin Vinny. I had to just to learn because I went sleepless nights. Many, many for the first two or three months I was even in the university. No sleep. Constant sirens, constant policemen, whatever. People, kids, you know, just college kids having fun, right? Yeah. Um, And then I'll never forget it when I had to move home. And uh, my parents had moved back to uh, Rockingham County. And they moved, like, into an area that was very, very quiet. <laughs> yeah. The the absence of noise drove me crazy. It literally drove me batty. I went from a situation where any noise kept me from sleeping to no noise kept me from sleeping, yeah. right? So I think it's just a situational type of thing. So, But as I've grown up, because North Carolina's had some significant snows, nothing that's Ever been a seasonal thing? It's like, oh, it's an apocalypse or whatever yeah, the fuck you want yeah. to call it. Um, 
So for me, when I think Christmas, I think snow and candles and wreaths and no. furs, right? Never we Thanksgiving, just, though. Never Thanksgiving. I will admit, that's true. All of my Thanksgivings, even the ones where we would drive up from Georgia, they're all orange palettes. Yeah. Red, true. red pallets. It wouldn't matter if it snowed here on Thanksgiving. The ground is still way too warm. The, all those leaves and their bright colors, you know what I mean? That's When I think of Thanksgiving, I think of like walking out into like massive leaf cover. Mm-hmm. And it's gorgeous. You know what's weird, though? This has turned into a weather podcast, but just give We're it, still give it about another week. And animals. We're just talking about what give our expectations are. Give it one more week. Or a week and a half. Give it another 10 to 12 days, and it will be snow. We have had some serious snows between December 2nd and December 6th. Because of... All right, so I'm going to just say this from my perspective. Because of some of these weird, what I'm going to call uh, autumn storms. Yeah. Remember on... We got lucky, in my opinion. Not to some, but in my opinion, we got pretty damn lucky on uh Halloween because I thought that was a perfect Halloween night. Oh god, it was it was no it was rain. Very cool. Little very dip cool. in the temperature, like high wind yeah. and crazy. So today, just like to let our listeners know, today has been my favorite day ever. It was supposed to be shitty and rainy yeah. all day, but it didn't. No, we it missed it for drop. some whatever reason, but it's Mountains been high up. clouds. That wind, that cool breeze, it's been one of my favorite days ever. I think these type of days are the ones that rip most of those leaves off, right? Yeah, they do. Um, But for me, again, just me, Thanksgiving, there's still at least some leaves. But majoritarily, it's you tromp, like that sound of a human being tromping through... Leaves and the grin on your face. No, I, I you know, can just because literally. The, yeah, I'm gonna tell you, the majority of my childhood Thanksgiving tromping through leaves. are days exactly like today. Yes, I, so perfect. Yes, sir, one thousand yeah. percent. So when I get to a movie like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which it really seems more of a northeast. Or Midwestern but sensibility. New York weather was still more like it is out here today. It's a little colder. Today it was. Yeah. Back in the 80s, Chicago and New York had snow all the time. They it's, did. But, I mean, if you saw the weather on the movie, it looked more like it did here today. Oh, it's in, colder. I would in New say York in the rural, you know, when we talked about the rural, like, oh, well, I'm sorry. That one's a cattle city. Well, that was if very that was snowy part. Some of city, it. it was need, very weird. Well, right. when they moved from the snow train, yeah. then they started driving through, and it's also... Br- oh, that brings us to where it was filmed, because right. it was all filmed in the state of New York. Was it really? It was. Oh, so it that must have been upstate. It right? was. It was from between the city and on up upstate throughout places, so that's See, weird. that explains yeah, the, the snow difference because in, of yeah. the lake effect uh-huh. versus the trees. And I thought they did a good job with that. Like uh, It seemed like the more industrial areas had snow everywhere, where it seems like the more rural areas had more trees. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the fan... Uh, Fancy, fuck me, Freddie. Fancy, fancy trees. Fancy, Freddy. You know, the fancy trees. Don't give me that. No, um, the more festive colors is the yes. word that was. You know what I'm talking about the the bright yellows and oh yeah, things like that. That's what you. I, that's Lake just effects, what I no, saw, man. right? Lake effects. No, that that I knocked that off my bucket list in 2020. That was because you were literally like a half an hour away from I was born. Yeah, going to Cleveland was amazing. Oh, yeah, they got a different type of snow. You're yeah, right. I went to that. That was going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. No, you're in right. In February, and then seeing and being in, in a lake effect snow while I was there. And that it's like I told somebody recently, they asked me, and I, they didn't know I'd, I'd done that. And I said to them, I went to do that. All right. And I cool. said, being there and looking, at, and also seeing the Great Lakes frozen was on my list. Okay. Seeing see that. any lake frozen, I'm going to be honest with you, is a really cool experience. Yeah. And seeing that thing frozen as far as it is frozen. Oh, like literally where people could drive cars on it? It, it wasn't, you know, it's, a, it's the Great Lakes. It's not well, going to be frozen was, in the dead It was middle. the time of year that you were there, too. Yeah. At a certain point in the deep yeah. freeze, you can drive. Yeah. They have literal, like, 
permits for you to like, drive yeah. out on your car. They used car, to run liquor across Drill yeah. a hole in it and then fish. Yeah. Right? So yeah. that's so like as Southern boys. Yeah. So stand in there. We we don't go buy a temp we don't go build a temporary shelter, cut a hole in the ice and fish. But we will at the same time go to a place where we have spread corn, <laughs> sit in a rinky dinky like artificial treehouse. Yeah. And look for a giant buck to come by, Pretty won't much. we? So again, you know what I'm saying? Like you got to take very similar, very similar. Right, that's what I'm saying. You just got to take everything fifty fifty. So standing there and looking over that lake, frozen. Oh, I can't imagine. And then the lake effects no blowing yes, in on me. Yes, I can. It's almost like a, a ice desert. It was the. I bet one you of it was cold beautiful. as hoth. It was, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the most one of the most beautiful things I've ever I seen. Be, I bet you it was honestly. So uh, back to the movie. Um, basically. Uh, we start with this guy. We've already talked about that. He's trying to get to his flight to get out of New York, get back to Chicago. You'll never catch the six. Up, there's a some bitch who just like, oh, this is my taxi. Which decide. honestly, if it was me, I would have just jumped inside because there the police aren't going to come to kick you out of a taxi. That guy's just going to pull off. Pretty much. But somehow he decides to barter with the guy. You forgot about is, bacon. Oh my God! Thank you so much for saying that. Bacon stole the first taxi. Mm-hmm. So, gotta six have a little bit of bacon. Of bacon is everywhere. It was actually in planes, trains, and autobuses. He's still on his way to this podcast. He just had a lot of traffic delays. Um, he got caught up with the Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> holiday special, man. <laughs> Which it's holidays. holidays. Give it a watch. Yeah, holler, it's the holiday man. season. And Ma and Pa oh and God, Nick that's getting that so soon. <laughs> I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. But that's a that's a Thanksgiving Early song they say. Hippopotamus will do. The holiday season oh, is about Thanksgiving. Is it's so a Thanksgiving close. song. It's so close, listeners. It's so Go close. On. Mariah Carey is about to be raised from her oh. sarcophagus so that she can torture you for. 30, 45 days of her bloodletting so that she can survive for another year. She's going to take the blood out of righteous young virgins so that she can stay young forever. Oh, my God. That's that's actually what's on her chest is blood bags. We will both pass away before Mariah Carey stops being played on the fucking radio for Christmas, my brother. I'm sorry. There's no way that's not happening. I'm sorry, man. That is going to happen. So, anyway. That song's made her her family for life. So, anyway, we're uh, trying to get home and then, uh, yeah, so he's bartering with this schmuck and then he sees a particular crate or not crate trunk trunk thank you that's the word i was looking for and a certain face and this guy is just completely snaked his taxi which leads to a lot of terror till he gets to the airport Airport. and then the guy sitting right across from him is this same guy um, and then from there, he tells him the flight's going to get canceled. It gets canceled. Blah, blah, blah. No, nope, he was reading the book. They, no. Oh, my God. No, Ben. The Canadian experience. What was it the called? Canadian mounted. The Canadian mounted. Ben Davis comes through in a clutch. Now, I have taken the picture, but it's oh, on my no, iPhone. It's on my getting, iPhone. On our podcast, you're not getting away because you've already told me that you looked it up. So you are now required to tell the listening audience okay. every single thing that you know about the Canadian Mounted. I'm sorry. You taught me right, things yes. about okay, the Canadian Okay, you keep talking. I'm going to look it up. Okay, keep giving us the rundown. Um, I'm going right, to so look gonna, up this Canadian gonna, Mounted so leaflet. In, in ben so. Davis looks up Canadian porn. Um, <laughs> uh, basically, I'm going to run down the, the base. So anyway, he says, you know, the flight's going to be canceled. It gets canceled. Then he doesn't have a hotel, etc. Of course, this uh, what he says is a shower ring salesman uh, finds a hotel where he knows everybody. They go to the hotel. Calamity ensues. I'm not going to go too much farther. Uh, before we get into the next segment, but one of the jokes from this one is when they go to sleep back to back, and then 
pure 80s comedy gold. They wake up. John Candy is literally embracing. Uh, why my, my brain just went uh, blank, my friend. Who's the other guy? Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Sorry. I apologize to Steve Martin, who's one of my favorite actors of all time. Um, so they're embracing. And uh, why did why? So, yeah, like John Candy leans over and kisses him on the ear, like, "Oh, I'm hugging my wife or whatever." Why did you just kiss me on the ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Well, it's between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. And then uh, typical eighties uh, slap stick comedy comes about it now i'm going to be honest to all of the faithful listeners out there if you're a millennial um honestly if you're not gen x and above i'm just going to be honest with you this ages so poorly and i'm not going to say that it ages in terms of the cringe effect um it's not like oh god like wow they were racist and they didn't even realize it it's just a bad joke and so I can definitely see, let's say, my niece, Ben's daughter, my daughter, uh, you know, if they were to watch this nowadays, I can see where they possibly were like, okay, this is, we've gone to a point where it's not even funny anymore because it's just so stupid. Now, back in the day, Martin Short uh, and the like, let's say the three amigos, there was a certain type of humor that I would say was pretty prevalent, and that's what people were into. So let's fast. Oh my God, I'm old. So let's fast forward thirty years. That is not the humor. Let's say palate that is most digestible uh, from the people that we typically know in the eighteen to twenty four demographic. Um, now, if, uh, uh, you know this podcast has been and always will be. A little bit more, uh, let's say, directed towards the Gen <laughs> X age, just because it. those are the type of movies that we watched. But if you are a Gen Z, millennial, etc., and listening, we don't want to exclude you in any way. I'm going to give you literally, like, because my daughter is your age. I actually do get it. And so I will say, nah, dude. Like, nah, chick. <laughs> this isn't your bag at all. Now, Ben Davis is very excited to talk, so I'm going to stop. I would not ask my daughter to watch this film with me. Oh, no, absolutely not. Yeah, okay, I found it. I'm going to take a quick swig of water, and then I'm going to read you this juicy expert. Well, expert. I mean, as the kids say, go, queen, or whatever. <laughs> yes, queen, or whatever the fuck it is. I'll right? tell you what they say. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. I'm sorry. Okay. Fuck me. This is the text that you would read on the back of the book, The Canadian Mounted. Oh, please. Which please. was a real book they bought for John Candy All I'm to pretend to read in the book. Right in the movie. now, I'm just asking for motherfucking enlightenment, man. Anne-Marie is sexually very free. Free. Throughout the land of Canada, Canada. many men have had her. Some are famous. Say that last part again. Many men have had her. Ah, uh, it's okay. So if you, so all the women that are listening, if you want to know any Gen X's man's opinion <laughs> on sexual partners, <laughs> I'm going to tell you this not as a comedy. I'm telling you this is an actual thing, and I'm not saying what I'm about to say is correct. I'm telling you, if you want to know what they think, I'm giving you the 100% down on what it means. So here we go. A master key can unlock many locks. <laughs> Any lock that many key can unlock is considered a shitty lock. Mm. Take that as you will. But it was the predominant boomer passed on ideology, right? Oh, I'm not saying it's mine. I'm not saying it's right. That was a one thousand percent boomer uh, kind of. You know what I mean? That was like the last push from, let's say, the fifties uh, conservatives. Oh, you're right. 
let's say in contraverse to the 60s free love people, right? Love, so peace, if you man. look at different generations, Gen X is 1000% rooted in a very old 50 early 60s boomer ideology of women should be chased men should now here's the good thing men should be providers men should mm-hmm. go to work men should you know honor things i got an idea on that so i'm just saying there's there's really shitty things women subservient no 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 women stay at home no 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 um however just given the ideology of the time, there are some positives. I think we got it from our grandfathers and our mothers because 1, we got because all of our fathers were giant, large pieces of shit. Well, oh wow. Well, what I'll say is, our grandfathers fit into the four-piece conundrum. Hmm. Our grandfathers were great men. Hmm. They created soft times. Mm. Those soft times created soft men. Mm -hmm. Those soft men created hard times, which created us. Mm -hmm. And now it's up to us to not reproduce the same thing on the opposite end of the cycle. That's a good point. Sorry, I, I I really believe in the secular nature of let's say humanity. I don't think I've ever actually heard heard it put that way. Uh, well, hey, fuck me, Freddie. Uh, hey, look at me. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, but don't, you might have heard it before, but I, I've not heard that. Oh, I've been thinking that way for at least twenty years, and that's not to say anything about you or anybody else. Um. But I realized very That's a very, early, very good point. I just realized very early that, um, and you've done this too. Believe it or not, you've done it. You just did it maybe uh, subconsciously. Uh-huh. Both of us created warrior chicks. Oh, I know I did. Both of us did. Because we subconsciously know that there's probably not a lot of strong men coming behind us and so the only thing that keeps us as a progressive people going is sometimes our daughters are going to have to kick their future husbands mm-hmm. in the ass i did that on my own hey, but seriously do you disagree with me here no we have really strong daughters very just headstrong so brilliant so smart so funny Actually, which is the cool thing. Never expected them to be super funny. <laughs> but both of our daughters are they're just not going to accept mediocrity. No. They're not going to. So that will force that will literally force those weak men to rate maybe we can blunt the cycle off a little bit. Just hope there's more of us. Hey man. Nobody's like you and I, baby. <laughs> right, I want to read this whole thing because it just flows so well. Oh, please do. I'm so sorry. I no, no, no. No, that was great. Anne-Marie is sexually very free. Throughout the land of Canada, many men have had her. Some are famous. Some are shady. But they all admit she's one very horny lady. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if, I, <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you, dude. Of all the women I know, all right? I'm just going to be honest with you. If they said, give me one adjective, right? Yeah. I'm not sure if horny ever breaks the top 1,000, right? I don't think so. Like, oh, how do I want it to be described as a woman? Horny. That will be... No, no, no. And again, that might be a whole lot of conditioning because, (laughs) oh, a horny lady is a whore, right? (laughs) So I'm going to go ahead and give women that... Like, that whole, like, yes, men are assholes type deal. Yeah. However, I'm sorry. It's the lock thing to me again. Um, Can you imagine? There's, like, one guy back in the corner. Like, we needed something to describe how she is. He's like, fuck peace. Yeah, she I mean, gets, she's a fuck. She's a she's a, a pussy pocket. I mean, <laughs> that doesn't rhyme, hey, Scott. <laughs> here's a informational thing for all you nurses that might 
possibly listen to us. If you date a doctor and they refer to you as a bedpan, oh dear God, you have no chance of ever marrying a doctor because they've already said you're a great place to dump things. So I'm just throwing that out there. And I was appalled when I found out. So we've been talking about Scrubs, yes. right? Yes, uh, yes. Talking about because I'm rewatching it, and it's the Mick you versus Sick you. Yeah. Oh my God, the Todd. Oh my God, the Todd. If you don't think that there's a hey, Todd name out Todd. there, oh hey, I'd give her my threeple. Pow! There, there's there's a, there's ten of him for every one good. Yeah, I'm not trying to be mean to anybody, but this is the world we live this in. This is the truth. It spoke the truth then. <laughs> I just don't know if it's true now. We haven't been in an actual hospital to see what comes out of Match Day or whatever. I think some things are eternal. Well, my friend realizes why he shouldn't smoke cigarettes now. Uh, I, I love will continue. Nicotine. <laughs> I can't hear my snapping in the background. <laughs> they might um, can. <laughs> See? Joe Camel's Revenge. No, I started freaking laughing so hard that I couldn't stop from choking. <laughs> All right. Again, back to the movie. Because we keep going off on tangents. So, we get to the... The butt warming it's hand, not, uh, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, well, you told then me we you go to butt, the, yeah. uh, uh, they switch the credit cards accidentally. Yeah, that happens. Then we it was a diner's into, club, which yeah, I don't the, think they have oh, anymore. You know what? That is more 80s than 80s itself. Yes. Diner's club yes. credit card, where you can get discounts at certain restaurants mm-hmm. using your card. That, I mean, fuck me, Freddie. Now, granted, I would say most people don't even realize what their MasterCard Visa, those discounts are actually there. Yeah. And I think they kind of bank on that, <laughs> if I'm being honest. They're like, oh, you get 10% off Chipotle. No one realized it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, right? the ones that I get, I don't ever go to. That's fair. I neither. No, that's like, super fair. Yeah. Okay, I, I, ooh, I get thirty five percent off at Popeyes this, yeah. this month. Oh, I've never. I got a ever 50, been to Popeyes in I my got a life. Fifty percent off Duck Funio. Yes, I'm such a big fan of Duck. Yeah. That I'm going to go over there. No. Oh, so uh, they go to after the hotel. Then it's the uh, rental car, which is honestly one of the more. This is where scenes. he loses his shit. When I talk Told you there was some bad language in the movie. Oh my you God. were like, "What? Well, I don't remember that." All right, Old so Ben F- bombs roll. Literally a thousand percent right because. Excuse me. I, if I was bet, thousand dollars, <laughs> and someone said, "I know a movie where Steve Martin drops the f bomb." 15 times (laughs) under five minutes. All right. Think about that for one second. Who the hell is going to, unless you know this movie. Yeah. Who the hell is going to not take that bet? I take your fucking bet because I'm fucking tired of your fucking face. Yes. He gets (laughs) up to the, the damn. I want a fucking car because you yeah. fuck. He uses it as the verb, the adjective, the and noun, like literally the preposition. He says it 20 times under five minutes. <laughs> and I think that might be one of the greatest <clears throat> movie. Be- well, it has to be Gen X. Yeah. Or a little bit older because most, I would say, most people don't know Gen. I mean, Steve Martin, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was so huge for so long. Was, and then yeah. he decided he would go into music and do Man. the bluegrass thing. He's not that best bluegrass guy. Uh, he's pretty good, but you're right. I don't enjoy his music. Oh, I do, but that's that's secondary. Um, but me of but for seriously, all. given uh, Saturday Night Live, given The Jerk. Yeah, this is totally off key. All these movies that he's done, would you have ever thought? I'm a random guy in a bar, right? And let's say it's last week before we'd actually watch the movies. I say, I didn't remember it. Steve Martin says the word fuck 20 times in five minutes in a movie. I got it right here on my phone. You want to see it? 
50 bucks. I'm I'm like no, well, ten dollars probably, fifty bucks no, because at that point it's like, oh, this has got to be one of those things where, oh, you never thought it happened, but it yeah. happened. But he literally cusses a blue streak to the not print, for the, to the secretary from Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Thank you, Grace, but I think mm. you're wrong. Yeah. Um, no, I'm fucking not you, fucking me. Right. I mean, God <laughs> bless. You're fucking rosy fucking chicken. You know, I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. I mean, even Ben Davis warned me when I came I into this, you. and he's like, "This has some foul language," and I'm like. Fuck you. Like, I've <laughs> seen this movie before. So this was the first John Hughes movie this to, like, use adult language. that bad. Like, kiss my ass. Because we're being, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Holy crap. Three-fourths through the movie. When he is literally at his most, like, nerve-exposed and yeah. raw. <laughs> Fuck. It's a great me. description. He just drops it, and you don't expect it. So I would say anybody. Raw. That's a great raw, way to. Right? He, was, he, he was raw throughout the film. That's a great way to put Steve Martin's character. And so did he do a good job? Fuck. I mean, yes. honestly, to us, because we don't care about that type of stuff. Yes, fantastic. I would think that there is certain people that would get taken out of the movie because of the cursing. Yeah. Because up until that point, there wasn't that much. They relied on slapstick, yeah. and they relied on situational humor. Mm -hmm. This was just pure, raw, I am pissed off humor, right? That was uh, it's almost like... Uh, Eddie Murphy, <laughs> almost. Well, I was going to say uh, Christmas Vacation. Uh, Remember? Chevy Chase. Yeah, fuck you, he, fuck he, you, fuck you. He loses it. You. Yeah, you're kiss cool. my ass, kiss his ass. Uh, yeah, kiss kiss, kiss your own ass. ass, kiss his ass, kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Uh, it's a little tiny blurb in a holiday movie. One of the best scenes that, that movie. All of a sudden, has all these, but it's nowhere else in the movie. Do they? Yeah. Can you think? Let's. Just, I mean, honestly, this is just something that came to my head. So in this movie, can you think of any other time that they drop the F-bomb? No. In Christmas Vacation, can you can you think of any other time that they drop the F-bomb? I didn't remember them dropping it there until you just said it. So I'm looking forward fuck to watching you, fuck that. You, fuck you, fuck you, I'm looking forward to ass. watching that in the coming month. Oh no, that is a that is uh that that is my eggnog uh drinking movie. Then we have to watch it together. Oh, we'll do Oh, what if we do a live broadcast? Ooh, on eggnog. That should be fun. Hey, future listeners, current listeners. Well, well, well. We might be doing a Christmas special and I will say I have Clark Griswold pajamas with Clark Griswold socks, <laughs> Clark Griswold underwear, and a Clark Griswold beanie to wear while I'm watching it. Hmm. I'm throwing that out there, listeners. That's that's a lot. I do. I've got two. One says don't hog the nog. <laughs> and the other one says, I don't know, Margot. Because me and yes. my wife have the tandem shirts. Like, both of them wow. are white with orange baseball sleeves. And one says, why is the floor all wet, Todd? And the other <laughs> one says, I don't know, Margot. I just came to my mind. I'm like, wow, we should get the wives and do it together. And then I'm like, no, that would be no fun. My wife would be hilarious fun. I can see where your wife, with her ultimate logic, maybe not as much. She would have to be super drunk. My wife would get her there. And I yeah. think it would be hilarious if we were all sitting in front of a giant Christmas tree yeah. in giant uh, Christmas PJs watching a giant Christmas yeah. movie together. No, That's we would definitely, I'd definitely have to convince her that we're staying or you're staying here. No, we'd have to stay there because Rachel would be here. We'd have nowhere else oh, to dude. sleep. Yeah, because I don't have two extra, exactly. three extra I bedrooms. I have my own room. 
You have don't be giving like, my room away to anyone else. Say, women, go there. This is my That's cave. Right. I'm gonna get away. No, this is my room. You get your own room. Since the in-laws moved out, remember we got two two extra bedrooms. Don't worry. We're, we're broadcast- we have five. We'll be bedrooms. broadcasting on different microphones next we week. Five at your house, and we have three people. Right. We don't need them. I promise. It's like you. I said, there'll be a different in the sound next week because we're broadcasting from your house. Oh, and it's gonna be awesome as well. Yes, because <laughs> remember. The heating, the heating pod works now. Yeah, we'll be somewhere different. We're going to, oh, it's going to be so warm and so yeah. comfy. So anyway, back to the movie. Um, basically, uh, you know, and, and Ben and I have been sliding a little bit in here. Um, because, so let, let's just how's say. Our, how's our full, time? Uh, about an hour, 45 minutes. Okay. So let's, let's try to do an hour for the listeners. Um, so that we have constant content. But so, um, it ends up being that they get on a train together. It's obviously planes, trains, and automobiles. They get on a train, train. and then they rent the car. The car part is more funny to me than any of the other parts. Well, you know, the train part gives him hope. And he's on it, and he seems happy again. That pisses me off to no end. Really? You know, there's definitely more of the train that is not being shown because I remember I told you oh, the yeah, original right. cut was three hours that's forty right. no, five minutes. Yeah, you're a hundred percent right with that, my brother. Um, however, okay, full disclosure, right? We started to really fade near the end. Well, that's when it turns from comedy into to, desperation, almost. Well, at the very end, it becomes. Heartfelt. Oh, when he decides to reveal, what? Well, like, what was he didn't that? reveal? You know, he, he figures it out because oh, Steve Martin yeah, technically figures it because out, you yeah. know that he's like starting to like realize. Well, you know, I kind of feel for well, this he, guy. He he's not it, so bad. He let it slip with I haven't been home in years. Yeah, he that's about the halfway. Mark. Even when he said that, you went to say what now? You do that is a hundred percent. You one thousand percent go. I shot who in the what now? What? Yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. Even I remember him that as a kid. I, that's weird, but that is when I, when we watched it together, Yeah, um, I was like, I remember that. And I don't remember why that stuck yeah. in my crawl, but I'm like, oh, God, I remember this statement. Yeah. And even as a kid, you catch on to things. So maybe it's supposed to be just so obvious, right? Yeah. Um, all I'll say is that it definitely catches your crawl and you're like, Ooh, does is that picture that he's been looking at? Is that mm-hmm. a real person? It makes you wonder, but I think it is. And that's why at the end, whenever Steve walks him in to meet his wife and right. children and she's looking down and, oh, hello, Mr. Griffin. And he's like, hello, ma'am. So nice to meet you. And it's all, he's like crying and she's all crying and Steve's all crying. And you're like, you, you, you have emotion in this time because you, you feel your heart swells with. Yeah, happiness. I think that was an 80s trope but to kind of get you a They pull you in. Not, not, it's not just the scene that right. they do it with. They use the music to do it. Oh, the classic eighties music. So, but they had to, they had to find the right song because they had to cut this film. Like I said, it was, the original cut of this film was almost fucking four hours long for a comedy. That's insane, dude. Yeah, that that doesn't make, that honestly to me that makes no sense. But I would also say it plays to what I feel like is oblivious humor. There are certain times during the movie, again, talking from someone sitting here today about a movie that was recorded 40 years ago, they are oblivious that what they're doing is no longer funny. Oh. Now, when that happened to come what? out, okay, let me ask that you particular quick. humor was hilarious, but to someone who is a, who is used to 2020s humor... Not 1980s humor. It can fall very, very flat. I have a question. Do you think Anchorman or The Legend of Ricky Bobby will be funny in 20, 30 years? Uh, Anchorman, not so much because he plays into a lot of sexist ideas. So Uh I can see where it would be cringe. 
But Ricky Bobby's just stupid. Okay. It is literally, it's such satire that no one, at least not an intelligent human being. Oh, uh, okay. Well, the other comedy of well, I mean, our generation would be American Pie. How about that one? It's going to age very badly because of the pie fucking scene. That's the one you think? I thought it would have been the uh, the mine. webcam scene. No, plus the uh, stick, the pussy flute. And the flute of the pussy it's scene? It's too... The pussy certain, flute? Yeah. Only, put, let's have a little pussy no, flute. I think it is hilarious. Pussy flute? However, I put it, pussy. it's the bluntness of it. It's yeah, not yeah, in yeah. any way nuanced, right? But no, it's not. It's the way she says it. Yes. And then this it's one time so in band blunt. camp, I put a flute in my pussy. Right. And then it cuts away. That, it, no, it's the, it's the abruptness I, of it and the cut away. I, it's not that they if they had waited for a reaction, it would have been like blunt look and at, gross. Look at, look at the comedy that came out of the 50s and 60s and see if you get all of it. Okay. Hmm. We'll leave it to Beaver is pretty straightforward. It's not funny. Go back and look at it. It's almost brutal. I had uh, Andy Griffith on the other day, and what they think is hilarious, like the laugh track, I think is just normal conversation. Yeah. I just think it's a situational thing. Well, Paul, what's a soliloquy? Well, it's when you kind of look off real far like this, but you can't do it these days because if you do... Some men will come and just take you away. No, here, here's the. Uh, so I do get what you're saying, not to diminish. No, that's anything. that's from the show. That's that's word for word. I, from the I show. know, but what I'm saying is, I believe it's the same thing as, let's say, the redneck word of the day. Ah, uh, twenty years ago, if I would have said, "Hey, it's the redneck word of the day," fascinate. Okay, fascinate. Well, I got seven buttons on, or I got nine buttons on this shirt, but I'm too fat, so I can only fasten eight. <laughs> oh, that's good. Because we grew up in that situational yeah. humor. I don't know if my daughter finds that as funny. To no, me, I don't think that Reagan or right? Vanna would say so that. McKenzie yes, would say, yay. You see exactly what I'm talking about. But to They us, would look at us like, shut up, Dad. That is such an awesome dad joke, though. Isn't it right? So I think it's... Dad joke. It's a dad joke now. It's a dad joke now. It used to be a redneck, but, you, but it's like the Mexican word of the day. That was all over Facebook for about five years. It's gone. Mm. It's literally gone, and it was nothing but the Mexican version of the yeah. redneck word of the day. So I think humor and comedy evolve, and I think yeah. you got to go with it. And so what I'm going to say is my what are my penultimate statements about this film? It hasn't aged great. Uh-huh. For us, the nostalgia, us sitting there watching it, we died laughing, did we not? So it's a few times we were like we laughing were like, pretty ah, good. Not through know. the whole thing, but there were times where it but was like just, it was just so funny. But even we were like, oh, this is when dragging. he did this. I remember that being so funny as a kid. Now it was just like, oh, Look, uh, that's the scene. Ask dudes that are eight years younger than us if, whether uh, Jim Carrey. You know, let me say something is hilarious. Uh, they have I don't even diff- find it funny now. Oh, I still, I still love uh, Fire Marshal Bill. I don't like Jim um, Carrey so much. I love him. Don't care what anyone says, and uh, I only take him at face value. What I don't like is Jim Carrey, who uh, basically got rich off of squeezing himself out of a rhino's asshole. Yeah, uh, and then telling me how I should believe in politics. Yeah, that's the guy or philosophy. Okay, look, he's he's so rarefied. He's like Bono. He just sniffs uh, his own oh farts, and he's like, "I'm so good." I'm, I'm clapping in front of the mic because that is such a fantastic. Yeah. Don't there's like tell three people in this club about it's Northern he, Bono Ireland, and George Clooney. Bono, because you made fifty bazillion last year, and you've given nothing to your yeah. yes, thousand percent. So, um. We're, we're at the hour mark now. Uh, well, and know, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want us to run out of time, but the last few have been over two hours. But we, we're at the end of the movie. I don't see us saying a whole lot about I mean, past this, I just We didn't really talk it. so much about the movie as we did other things through this podcast. Well, we're going to call We talked about the weather. Yeah, we sure did. 
Um, we've talked about other. We've talked about some actors here at the end. We're gonna call it uh, uh, crap, random, and uh, <laughs> everything else other than planes, trains, and automobiles. I mean, well, we did, did talk the movie. I mean, all of it came out we of a beginning discussion of planes, yeah. trains, and automobiles. And honestly, we've met the end where oh, this, I'm an, I'm an asshole, what? but I'm also not very truthful. And now we've met this meaningful relationship. If they made this film today, never in a billion this years. This would kind of be how it would go. Oh, it's it's like terrib- this conversation. Yeah, this this conversation was not terrible. The movie would go like oh, our conversation. Well, I think you and I are awesome. I'm never going to. I mean, down think about that. it. It would start off like we started it off talking about it, but then it would kind of like it would go veer off to this other story, like the other family, oh. because it would not be an hour and you thirty are, minutes. You know what? It would I'm be gonna, a two hour and a half movie. Yeah. I'm a, okay, so I'm going to just back down and say you're 100 percent right because. This is so generic, almost <laughs> that it we warrants plan. that it warrants like oh, there's a squirrel, right? Yep. So, all right. Well, then, personally, I'm done. Ben Davis, do you have anything else to say about planes, trains, and automobiles? Yeah, uh, Chris Hemsworth will be playing me in this film. Nice. I don't know about you. Ryan Reynolds, of course. I was going to say uh, the dude who plays... Incredible. Or Hugh Jackman. The guy that plays Incredible Hulk. Eric Bana? The other one. The one that plays him currently. Oh, uh, he'd have to grow like two feet to play I him. know, I was fucking with you. No, I get the, the I get the <laughs> mental thing. So I was ne- I, I, no. That's I why was, I picked Hemsworth. No, fuck with you. I mean, that's why I'm saying. That's like, who you I, should have. I, I should have the guy that plays Hulk. hundred percent. I'm Banna, but I'm like, yeah, but he's just got to grow. I'm a tall. I'm a I'm a bigger figure. So yeah, whatever. So anyway, uh, this has been. We're gonna. We're, hey, let's just cancel it because we are having so much fun on Veterans Day. Woo! Well, they got a veteran. Uh, and, and He's also, like, you're a happy Veterans guess Day, my what? friend. If you ate today, thank a farmer. If you got to kiss your child today, thank a veteran. Um, and so, happy Veterans yeah. Day. Simplify, uh, you know, honor, courage, commitment, the whole nine yards to everybody out there doing what they need to do. Um, but this has been the... Going commando with the 80s kids podcast. And we have just discussed planes, trains, and automobiles. Ben Davis, take us out. Yes. Thank you for listening to this episode. Now, uh, I think this was episode 39, but there's a very distinct episode. This was our magical number 40. If it was, thank you for listening to number 40. If not, we thank you so much for number 39. i got to count them up. <laughs> hey, anyone who's been around since 2020, we appreciate <laughs> yeah, Exactly. So, um, we are on all social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You can find our... You can find this episode right here that you're listening to. You can go watch it and see all of the things that I said. Like say, like I said, like when I said, like this. When I said, and when I said, I said, I say, I say, son, I don't understand <laughs> what you're doing in the upper forty. Well, like that. When you you missed all of the, you missed all of the animation to that. Watch it on YouTube at Ben Davis. Will actually have some cool animation. He'll probably have a foghorn leghorn above my head when I say that. I might actually go cut that up and do that later in the week. It could be a lot of fun. It would be awesome. I might get some views. Uh, hey, it would. It I is. Say, I say, I say I'm boy. Chicken. I'm a chicken. Boy. <laughs> I say, boy. I say. I used to talk to patients in that voice. Did you really? I did. I did. I say. That's, uh, you know what? There's the, there's the problem, though, because as white folks, we have the problem with being... Almost Confederate Southern sounding. Yeah. And then you're also on the borderline of being black Southern Baptist preacher. Yeah. 
You can't get them. You you literally you're running a fine line. It was the ones that were like from deep in the hills that I had to like really. Oh, I like it. it. No, I like it. What I was saying is, you know, oh God, uh, you know what I'm saying. But you can't get into the Lordy Son. You know know what I think. I I think I've actually delved a little bit too deep. Every now and again, I'd run into ones that were actually from the same deep part of the high mountains I was from. Oh yeah, no, that is a totally different thing. You're 100 percent right. And then all of a sudden, I would like relax my face and go, and they'd be like, (laughs) "Oh, I know that look." <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I know that troglodyte look. I know so, that. Oh, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going commando with the 80s kids. Woo-hoo! YouTube it so you can see that face. Come enjoy. Woo! Come enjoy the flavor. Four Horsemen. Ric Flair. Ben Davis. Carthage.